Jaffa the Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress The best hour of your life, you'll never get back What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of In Conclusion, We Digress. Thank you guys for coming back and listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing well. And before we start today, i got to say hello to everyone, as always. So we'll start today by saying hello to Patrick, who's got a great meme behind him today. So, Pat, what's going on, man? Hey. Uh, yes, this is like the... I wanted to touch base on the new meme trend. I actually made a meme today. This isn't the one. This is just one I found on the interconnected web uh, nets. That was a lot but, bad. That was bad. <laughs> Didn't like that. But yeah, it got three likes. And uh, in honor of daylight savings, it's my alarm clock the day after daylight savings. And the caption is, get up at 7 a.m., winky face. <laughs> <laughs> got three likes. Uh, it's a rookie number. has got to bump those up. This could be my grand re-entrance into Twitter. That isn't just retweeting things. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, I heard they're, new, they're making a new Paddington, so I'm pretty pumped about that as well. Didn't they just make another one? They're going to make a, a, another, another one? Is that, the, is that the one I'm thinking of? I, don't... I didn't realize you guys <laughs> were like, so into Paddington Bear. I'm, I'm not, but I watch a lot, enough British TV to know when there's a new Paddington Bear. You watch enough British TV that you're going to start to be like one of those little kids that watch too much Peppa Pig and gets like a British accent, even though they're like no watching. I can already do the accent just fine. That's a matter of turning it on or off. Yeah, yeah. I see. I saw Padding, Padding, Paddington Three is in the works. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess they. I, you know what? You know what? They probably released the other one like at the end of 2019, and my brain just deleted 2020. So. Well, what I mean, that's say, you, that's fair. You said something today, and I was like, "That's not the American way to say it." I think you referred to college as like university, and I was like, "That's not American." <laughs> university. <laughs> well, that that's from Kyle's many global experiences during his time in university. So yeah, that's not that. That's not that global. <laughs> they say that in Canada too. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not really. It, it's global in the sense that it's everywhere but here they call it university. Well, our, our school wasn't good enough to be a university, so we, we can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying hard, though. We're doing our best. They're, they're really, they're, they're doing all they can. Glad to hear that you're excited with Paddington, Pat. That's uh, exciting. Hopefully that the third one is as good as the first two. Yeah, stay tuned on that front as well. All right, well, let's say hi to Mike, who's now sporting a fresh new haircut. Looking good as always. So Mike, how are you doing? Miss Todd's looking fly. Thanks for the high praise, Daniel. I wasn't expecting <laughs> to get my tires pumped so much uh, coming into this podcast episode. I want to make a little a little vent today, and uh, I want to disclaim that the the entire experience that I had was very good. But this is just a little something that did sort of annoy me about it. I had to have like a, a meeting with four separate people, but back to back, all from like a similar group, and instead of sending one zoom link where i could and it was a zoom link not a team so it wasn't as you know it didn't sync as well with my with my laptop so instead of setting one zoom link and then everyone just jumping in and out and like within their 30 to 40 minute allotment that they had i got four separate zoom links so at the end of every like 30 minute allotment i had to do this mad scramble to log in to oh the humanity I'm just saying, like, the, 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 <laughs> there's a very simple way to like to do that, and that was just someone making something way more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah, that that seems like they did that wrong. And bad Zoom etiquette at this point is a little bit unforgivable. We were also like, you're you late to everything too. Like that, that's the thing. Like I was late to every single. Like, after the first one, I was late to every subsequent one because I had to connect my phone and my laptop, and like, and that takes time. And I was like, I'm sorry, but like, you know, there's. Yeah, there's a million things for me to do. Yeah, like I'm patting my head and rubbing my belly at the same time here. Well, if you're not early, you're late. So you should have anticipated that. That's very true, though. I was probably Mm -hmm. high when I said that. You got second, (laughs) third. Hell, you got even got fourth. You got fourth. Kyle, let's uh, say hello to you now. (laughs) What's going on, Kyle? Uh, Not too much. You know, just your your standard Monday. Did... uh, did some work, watched some soccer. It was uh, it was a good day. Leo Messi broke some more records today, which he just seems to every time he touches the uh, 
the field. So that was very fun to watch. And if you haven't seen it, I know that Barstool retweeted it. So Messi scored one of the most unbelievable goals I've ever seen him score. I've now been watching for probably every bit of like eight years, pretty fairly religiously as much as I can. And it, truly unbelievable. And there's an announcer who does the Spanish league for this, uh, this company called B in sports. And that's how you watch La Liga in the United States. And he goes batshit crazy all the time for everything. Um, and he like, lost his fucking mind today when Messi scored this goal. I know that Dan had sent it to us earlier and I was like, oh yeah, I was watching that live. And you should all go just watch it, the that highlight, just for the description of the way that he's trying to describe Messi as like very slippery and hard to guard. He calls him an electric eel covered in Vaseline <laughs> in a Scottish accent at full volume. So it, it, it's it's really art, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned. And everyone I know that's what I call my penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't. The reason I don't think it, that's a perfect analogy is because there's no need. There's, there's no scenario where I would ever want to grab a, an eel. Well, you wouldn't want to cover. You wouldn't need to cover it in Vaseline either, because it already produces like a slime and a jelly. That, yes, but uh, I, I suppose an eel. I don't so know. Maybe in an aquarium setting, like let's say a woman drops a, a vat of, vas- a, of Vaseline. Overneath the electric eel pit at Atlantis Marine World. That's okay. at least uh-huh. somewhat plausible, but there's Shout no scenario where I'd be grabbing World. said eel. Said I eel. was going to say, there's no scenario where the eels cover themselves in the Vaseline and then you are forced to fish them out by hand because they are indeed yeah. electric eels, which will hurt. I'm um, just imagining people playing hot potato with electric eels and then everyone like getting barb shocked every time it like comes to you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, and so everyone should go watch that highlight. He's really funny. Yeah, usually when Messi scores, uh, he says cleaner than Neutrogena by the man from Argentina. So the the calls are always ridiculous. Um, just go watch it. It's very funny. It'll, it'll brighten your day out. Well, speaking of uh, ridiculous calls, I think it's worth mentioning quickly. Last night, we're recording on the Ides of March, March 15th, Monday. Uh, so last yeah. night was actually the Grammys. And I think it's worth noting, I think, little upset that uh, Dua Lipa did not win album of the year for Future Nostalgia and Taylor Swift, who we just completely hate on this podcast, won album of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do at least Dua did get the Grammy. Future Nostalgia did get the Grammy for best pop uh, album, which was good. You know, she deserved that album deserved at the very least something. So good to see her get some recognition. Uh, she didn't do as well this year at the Grammys as she did last year, which kind of surprised me because that album was really something. Megan Thee Stallion took home Best New Artist. I'm happy with that. Kind of was hoping Is that it would happen. The or the? Can we? Can the we come- Megan the, the. Sorry, the Stallion. Um, and <laughs> Phoebe Bridges didn't win anything, and people are really pissed off. Um, all due respect to her large amount of talent, but her music is so not for me. So I was kind of happy when she didn't win anything. Um, which might get me crucified in the gay community, but Elton John did say, and I quote, I'm going to hit someone if she doesn't win any, but anything, which I think is very funny. Who is um, this person? Phoebe Bridgers. It's very sort of, uh, I can't. It's very sort of soft music. That's kind of the only way I can describe it. Like she was wearing, so here's her aesthetic. She was wearing a dress with like a sequin skeleton on it. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, she's she's weird. But, uh, you know, very talented girl, but just not my cup of tea. Um, like Halloween know, people, costume skeleton? Almost costumey. Like, yeah. Like, and also, if I may comment on the looks, Dua looked absolutely fucking ridiculously good last night. Megan Thee Stallion looked good. I liked her orange dress. Beyonce the- was doing Beyonce. Trevor Noah's tux was really tight. It was really, really snazzy. He looked good, too. Yeah, and the performances they did—they uh, did a really nice thing this year too, where when they went through the names of the people that had died in 2020 or since the last award show, um, they actually had people perform their songs. Um, so for Little Richard, they had Anderson Pack and um, Bruno Mars come out and perform one of his songs, and that was awesome. They killed it. Bruno, Bruno really killed it. Um, and then I know for they had Lionel Richie uh, for. Kenny Rogers. Uh, Kenny Rogers, which was really great. And he was very emotional because they were very good friends. Um, so that was that was really lovely. I thought that was a really good touch. And I hope that the Grammys keeps doing that going forward, as opposed to just playing a reel of, you know, people that died. 
Yeah. Uh, can I interject yeah. really quick while we're on the topic of Lionel Richie? Oh my god, I, I, I was, I was going to take it there if you weren't. <laughs> as much as I love Lionel, I literally have a Lionel Richie uh, sticker on my laptop. Uh, but the, um, you know, Pat and I have to be scrolling in boredom. Channel scrolling. surfing. Yeah, yeah, channel surfing. We were pulling like a, an ultimate dad, just really channel surfing the other day. And we're like, you know what? I didn't realize American Idol was still a thing. So we watched like- I thought it was a rerun when I saw like the, what was in the, the guide, the title, the block. I mean, I think it was a rerun in the sense that the episode was a rerun, but it's from yeah, a current but, season of American Idol. And like a rerun- how did you not know that American Idol was still going on? Do you literally live under a fucking rock? Why would I need to know that American Idol We watch still normal exists? TV literally all the time. There's commercials for it. While you're in front of the television, there have been multiple commercials for American Idol. Unless the commercial annoys me or is funny. I, don't, I just tune out the commercial. Yeah, so, subsequently <laughs> more digression. Fuck Burger King for the real G's move in silence like sourdough. Fuck you. Oh, fuck Burger King for that Women's Day tweet, too. What oh, was yeah. the point that was, of that? Oh, yeah. honestly, that was the honestly, worst shit I've ever seen. Honestly, that was, was so hilarious. dumb. I'm waiting for them during June to be like, gays don't deserve to get married. Like, wait, like, what are you guys wait, trying to do? Wait, you didn't, you didn't hear me finish. <laughs> was a, their, their tweet was what, women belong in the kitchen, so when June, yeah. they're going to be like, it was, and that was a tweet. Closet, and it, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't even know. Like, it, it was just, and then they were like, but really, we mean all this, and the whole world was like, delete it now. You know, it like wasn't, it wasn't it, good. It, it didn't even Swing tie in well. It was just women belong in the kitchen if they want to. <laughs> it was it was like some guy who's like, I don't like any women ever, and I'm gonna make this. You know, I'm gonna get my underhand comment in and then do what I have to do. And it, I don't it know was if it was about that. A it was failure. them trying to be clever, and it just fell. It, it swinging a miss. Like, why total, are people trying to be more clever than Wendy's on Twitter? Because it's not gonna happen. Yeah, they're really a good account. They they're clever. Whoever's running their social media, kudos to them. And Slim Jim. Whoever runs Slim Jim's social media is funny as hell, too, because he's been commenting on all the memes on Instagram. Especially Instagram, yeah. Whoever mm. runs the Slim Jim account is like a 22-year-old, you know, dude, because it, he makes like way too many 69 jokes for, for any social media account that should be made. Let's also keep in mind it's Slim Jim, so they're not exactly catering to an uh, advanced, luxurious, high-end clientele. <laughs> it's a meat stick that's how they describe it a meat stick i don't even know if they're allowed to legally call gym. it meat anymore it's got to be like a slap into a slim gym why did you have to slap into the swim slim gym i never understood that could someone explain that to me isn't it snap or is it slap no it's slap into his isn't, isn't it either way it doesn't make much sense i thought it was just alliteration like it was like it sounds it's cool. sna it's snap into a slim gym you moron why does it matter? Why, neither of it makes because sense. Because snap makes sense. Because if you ever eaten a Slim Jim, when you bite into a Slim Jim, it snaps. Which is no, I haven't ever fucking really. eaten a Slim Jim, which is why I was asking you that question. <laughs> Have you ever had a Slender James? <laughs> Kyle's like there was this one evening. <laughs> Silence. Oh, Remember my best Macho Man impression. Oh wait, so you guys want to wait? What's inside a Slim Jim? Who's oh, no. ready? Can we get the ingredients? Who's ready? That's what I'm going to read you. Good I think. Hold on. Nitrates, 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 wait, wait, wait. nitrates, and pig asshole. And Are they so different? Good. Everything but the oink, as they say. Okay, ready? Uh, Here's how we start. From the, this is from most ingredients to least ingredients, I'm assuming. Uh, well, this is from Wired, so I, I'm assuming the way they list it is probably most contents to least contents. Mm -hmm. Also, they've never been forthcoming about what exactly is inside it. So this is like what they've been able to guess and extrapolate via testing. Uh, mechanically to, separated chicken. What? Mechanically <laughs> separated chicken. Isn't most chicken, though, mechanically separated? Why mm -hmm. does he need to make that distinction, though? Poultry scraps are pressed through a mechanic, pressed mechanically through a sleeve that extrudes the meat as a bright pink paste and leaves the bones behind most of the time. <laughs> oh no there's a, a legal minimum about that yes corn and wheat proteins which does make sense because conagra is like the world's largest you know corn people mm -hmm. that was a bad description of it but you know what i mean um yeah. lactic acid starter culture which helps keep its rigidity and its odd sausagey shape um dextrose Slim uh, Viagra. which <laughs> is a food for the starter culture helps keep it nice and Viagra, uh, salt, and a lot of it. Sodium nitrate, 
uh, hydrogenized soy, and yeah, that's it. So, uh, aside from mechanically separated chicken, I didn't know that was a term. That was I didn't in- either, and it's I it's sitting with me. Wasn't that really like a chicken nugget is? It, probably what it was. Not anymore. McDonald's, McDonald's got supersized meat. Why do you have to make that distinction? Like, can't you just say like? Because it's not. It's not like chicken meat. I mean, in a sense, it kind of. I mean. Yeah, but you need these legal definitions, or else we'd be having mechanically separated chicken on the fucking store shelves because it's cheap. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's a thing. MSM is a thing, man. Yeah, so I'm looking right now. It's called a snack stick. I don't even think they're allowed to call it a meat stick anymore. It's like yuho. It's just like a paste. It's like the paste of, of the meat. It's, it's like it's it's basically ground meat that's turned into a paste. It looks like you know. Um, I think Carl said to me the other day when it was like when you nearly kill yourself trying to get to the bathroom to shit and then like a little pebble comes out. Like <laughs> a slim jim is it's like when you really just squeeze it's like one the pebble. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Which oh, is disgusting because I used to live on these things at Boy Scout camp, but um, I used to have a few slim jims back in my day. Never once in my life have I had a fucking Slim Jim. Yeah, so so you're judging without knowing. In, in other completely unrelated, stupid, and ridiculous news, um, can we talk about Elon Musk for a few minutes? Yes, please. Um, I, think, I think I have some time. So in an official filing with the SEC, the following is, and I'm, I'm quoting from this filing. Effective March 15, 2021, the titles of Elon Musk and Zach Kirkhorn have changed to, quote, techno king of Tesla and master of coin, respectively. (laughs) Elon and Zach will also maintain their respective positions as chief executive officer and chief financial officer. Pursuant to the requirements of the Securities and Exchange Act 1934, the registrant has a duly caused this report to be signed on behalf of the, basically saying that is an official report and they had to publish an official SEC report to tell everyone that Tesla that Elon is now the techno king of Tesla. That sounds like a, prom- a promotion. Moving up I don't the know ladder, good for him. I, <laughs> you really do spend time in business school and them telling you how serious all of this is and going over all these things, and then some rich fucking asshole just makes a complete mockery of it, and they're all on board. And the second <laughs> that regular people start making a mockery of it, they're like, "No, you can't do that." I it it's it's all very confusing. Elon's like, I'm Elon. You have to call me Techno King. Oh, th- this is, <laughs> this then, is. And then, yeah, fucking, uh, the other guy was like, and you have to call me Master of Coin. Like, some fucking <laughs> yeah. shit. You have to call yeah. me Techno Literally, <laughs> Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, and and isn't this man is worth. King? Yeah, Techno King of Tesla. Isn't it it's one like a... word? Yes. It's all, it's all one, like, mushed word, Tech, right? Techno King is one word. Yes. Right, yeah. This is actually a continuation of a new trend that's going on in the Silicon Valley, though. Like unique job titles and and names of the sort. So yeah, I mean, years, there's one thing when it's like chief. I uh, can't even think of a dumb one. Chief no, there's there's a few they've been officer? using. Oh, chief people maybe? officer. No, that's the worst thing, one though. now is no, no chief happiness thing. officer is the new one. Chief oh, happiness officer? The CHO, no. your chief happiness no. officer. That's actually that's a, title. That that's someone's, that, that's the last name Cho. That's what that is. That is mm-hmm. someone's last name that they have taken and turned <laughs> into something that doesn't exist. Then there's chief futurist and chief digital evangelist has been used. Chief jail. digital evangelist? Jail. Immediate jail. Digital... Immediate jail if you're digital evangelist. Jail. I don't the care what here, you do. The link I'm reading right here says there are, uh, are terms such as guru, Jedi, and ninja that have been added to certain job titles. Jedi. Jedi. Next time I just so we're clear, I... just so we're clear, business school is like $45,000 a year. And At this least. is what the outcome is. It's called, this is, a, this is an article from this company called Stubbernella Consulting, which was founded in 2008 that uses these. And, the, and she quotes Ms. Sullivan, who, who is the, the CEO uh, of Stubbernella Consulting, is in the way you approach code, because this is a, a software computer coding company. Okay. In the way you approach code, you have a ton of tools available, throwing stars, not, throwing stars, knives, and darts. This is like her describing like why she chose Ninja as like one of her. 
Why are you, you shouldn't be throwing throwing stars at your computer that could break it. The ones and zeros, that's like all you have. I, honestly, I think so, Kyle, to your point about business school, like the people that are calling themselves chief Jedi council officer, the third, those mm-hmm. are the people that didn't go to business school. Yeah, but <laughs> they did. You're on this council. If we do not grant you. I guarantee you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Jedi and the CFO of Tesla. Let's see where he, Zach Kirkhorn. I'm pretty sure he has not a double Ivy degree. Well, okay. That was, that was Elon. Michael Zach Kirkhorn's alma playing. mater, double Ivy. You want to know how double Ivy Wharton and Harvard. Yeah, that, that was Elon microdosing and fucking uh, like playing. Occupation on Wikipedia is master of coin. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like somebody in a fucking like in Skyrim. Like you show up in a master cave somewhere, coin. and they're like, "You must find the master of coin and retrieve the schmeckle of schmeckelin." Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, he's more impressive. He actually has three Ivy League degrees. Oh no. He did four years at UPenn, getting simultaneous degrees from economics at Wharton and mechanical engineering and applied mechanics at in their engineering school, and then went straight to get an MBA at Harvard. Sheesh. So, Mike, he, he is the literal framework of everything that I studied in business school, because all they keep saying is how great Wharton and Harvard Business School are, and that's where all our textbooks come from, yeah. and these people are the ones doing it. Yeah, but yeah, that wasn't him. It was too, Elon, apparently. dude. It was Elon. <laughs> Do you really think he would have gone? He could have been like, dude, leave my fucking title alone. But he wanted to do it. He's the CFO of, of fucking Tesla. He could have been like, no, don't change my title. Throw back to the guy from the Times or whatever that was jerking off on his Zoom call. He could be like, I'm sorry, my title's just Master of Beta. I, I have to. <laughs> <give the> people- <laughs> also, Mike, Elon Musk has a degree, has a double degree from fucking UPenn. They all went to they all went to an Ivy League school and they're all doing this to make your mockery of it after I had to be so serious about it for four fucking years. Or, or the or the cat on that legal call. Chief. I don't know. Tell you go, go to go to Chief go to fucking go to fucking trade school. Uh, no, that was Felon Esquire. I'm gonna start yeah. doing that though. I'm gonna start adding that to my resume, like uh, like Michael Mansueto, EIT, Jedi Knight. Like yeah. Honestly, the Jedi Knight's more impressive than the EIT part. Yeah, or maybe True. just put like, just put like JK, and then people will be like, "What's JK?" And you'll be like, "Jedi Knight." Just Jedi. kidding! It's, huh? it's, it's not just kidding. <laughs> I used to know a guy who, like, he was a doctor. He had an MBA. He like had all these crazy certifications or whatever. And he had, you know, like two lines of shit behind his at the end of his name. And in the middle of like all of his titles, he put FOX. And everyone was like, and finally, and finally, one day somebody was like, the fuck is an FOS? Like, you know, it was like MBA, like, you know, MD, DD, whatever, like, whatever. Um, he was like, oh, I'm glad somebody asked. He's like, in 30 years, no one's ever asked me what that is. And this is like on his real business cards. And he's like, that means full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. And I was like, it's- if I ever get enough titles, I'm doing that. Like, that's so fucking cool. No, it's also years. amazing that he went that long without anyone actually asking what that meant, that he like, got away with that for so long. It's crazy. You put enough you alphabet know? soup, people are going to just be like, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. He was a, yes, he was a medical doctor, so like, he, like, I don't think anyone ever questioned him on his certifications. They're probably like, oh, it's the, the foot osteopathy board of science and like whatever. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're an, he's an MD, not a, not a PhD. You're allowed to like question, you're not allowed to question his abilities. Yeah. <laughs> this is the house of learned doctors. Is a PhD in basket weaving. <laughs> the weird, the weirdest one I ever saw isn't as weird, but y- you come across a lot of weird like email signatures and and there's addendums to names. And mine was, I saw this guy from like this really crappy group of contractors who his 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 name was John Smith, uh, superintendent slash project manager hybrid. Was the word hybrid, <laughs> hybrid necessary there? I feel like it wasn't. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait. People just love to break their own fucking arms off. Hybrid. Themselves off. <laughs> just, just for fun, I looked up weirdest email signatures. Just, I want to see if I can find anything quickly off the top of uh, the search here. I have this guy, Ryan Edmonds, in, in his bottom of his email. Ryan Edmonds, Harvard University, College of Interpretive Dancing, Sig Ep Fratstar, fifth place elementary spelling bee champion. Oh, that's impressive. 
That's impressive. It's a lot of stuff. Why would you? Yeah, why are you put that much stuff in your your email signatures? Because you're an anus. I didn't. Oh. I didn't know you could. I don't know you could put that. I got third place in mine. I, I... <laughs> you put that amount of shit in your email signature when you post on LinkedIn three times a day. Oh, that's all the LinkedIn. That's all the LinkedIn gold members. Hmm. Check out this new. So happy to work with these guys. LinkedIn, LinkedIn gives me a free like premium membership every month. Like I don't even know why anyone pays for it. Just wait for them to give you the free fucking membership every two months. Yeah, I was gonna say they offer it to you all the time. Well, yeah. Let's 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 switch things up. So last week we're gonna start doing a couple more of these fun, answer the internet questions, and have a few left over that figured we'd touch before we wrap up our episode and go to our yeah. fact of the week, which I'm I can't wait for. I'm so excited to hear this. Uh, it's a March fact. I've been waiting all week for it, Pat. I'm glad you're bringing uh, the rest of these a- a- ATI questions up. We didn't. I feel the need that we didn't get to enough of them last time, even though we had them planned. So. We, we, got, well, we had like a half an hour trying to figure out if you wanted a blowjob or getting puked on. Right. <laughs> it was, it so was intense that, debate. We also talked about a lot of bullshit in the beginning of the episode last time. So That's also true. <laughs> Again, that is what we do and what we market ourselves as, though. So that was a good job, guys. That, that's very true. Go ahead and pat yourselves on the back. All right. It's a good old, good old fashioned would you rather here. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yes. All right. So would you rather walk with a rollerblade on your left shoe for the rest of your life or have an angry midget walking in front of you slightly slower than you want to for the rest of your life. So you either have someone, a midget walking very slowly in front of you, or you are wearing a rollerblade on your left foot forever. Um, so, so you're never, I will, and you can't one. go around them. Okay. That, that's question two. <laughs> Can I? Uh, uh, that was, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say, can we play like leapfrog like every day, just everywhere I go? Just leapfrog. I mean, that uh, would make the commute to work. How's he gonna leapfrog you? That's the Indian. joke. Can I do Indian runs with said? Uh... I mean, you're still oh, waiting a God, while, but you know, the actual you in the world. Two person Indian yeah, runs. Yeah, it's a two person Indian run, so a sprint. Yeah, just an unadulterated sprint. <laughs> but question one. Can I actually glide with the skate, or I have to actually pace, like walk? Can I like get a, like a little bit of a running start and glide on my roller skate? This is, the first... is it a Healy? Is it a, he- no, yeah. it's a roller blade? Get... It very legit... clearly says roller blade. roller blade. Can, yeah. Can, can I do like a like a, one of those like one of those cheater roller blades with the the four one on each four corners of my foot rather than no, because that's blade. a roller skate. That's a roller skate. Yeah, a roller blade imp- implies that they're Straight in line. line. Mm-hmm. Damn it. But to answer yeah, your no, first question, real. I think you can you can glide or do whatever you want. It's it's on your foot forever, but you're, that means you're gonna have to deal with it when you're like in your 80s and 90s and not really stable. We'll just get one of those walkers with tennis balls at the end of them anyway. So put extra <laughs> tennis balls on the other side to balance <laughs> it <out>. stabilize. <laughs> Actually, no, Pat. Uh, caveat to this: if you decide to get a walker, the left side of your walker also has a rollerblade on it. <laughs> <laughs> just going around in circles at the bingo hall. I choose the midget. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that as well. Uh, the reason, the only reason I might not choose the midget is because I, I, I'm a large man. I have long strides. Yeah, I'm gonna get my walk pretty quickly. quickly. That would be very annoying. But also, having a fucking rollerblade on my foot for the rest of my life would suck a lot more. I can't even rollerblade, so I, I feel like that's a prerequisite to wanting to choose the first one. Yeah, you'd have a rough go at things. I was like, you go learn today. Oh, I, I, I would learn by fire. I mean, I would learn soon. Wait, so, so I can't put on another rollerblade whenever I want, whenever I feel like it? I, I think the caveat is it has to be on one foot, so you're always off balance. Can I switch? Yeah. Can I? No, because it uh, says your left foot. Stop trying to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, man. I'm trying to science it. But Mike, do we have an answer from you? Have you come to a conclusion? Or any thought? He's uh, thinking so hard there's smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> ears stop turning. Oh, uh, that's worse. Well, that you should also probably see a doctor about that. That's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> Tacos weren't that spicy tonight. Come on. All right. So I'm going to go with the midget. But if I was to have to take the, um, the rollerblade, I don't think it would be that terrible either because like, you'd probably get really good at one-legged rollerblading and you could probably make a career out of it. Um, you know, like doing halftime shows at basketball games and things. Of that, of that it's that like sort. the lady with the bike and the plates. 
Yeah, yeah, that lady. <laughs> Would the people yeah, like the, get on the, the like twenty five foot tall yeah. unicycle? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, why? What? Yeah. Yeah, she's on the unicycle and she has like the two sticks and she's balancing like twenty five plates on like her head and the sticks and like her feet. You're like, wow. okay, cool, but how'd you learn that and why? Yeah. Think about how cool it would be to enter any room ever. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Every room that you entered, you enter just. What if I was in a You couldn't like do any spins because well, to spin, you need the other foot. That's not true. You could start doing like, you know, because um, like rollerblades have those the stoppers, and you could do like spins on the stoppers, and then I'm sure you. No, man, you can't because they're supposed to have, be really full of friction, so you can't move. So spinning on something that's supposed to stop you that would probably not work. I have, I have an important distinction to make, I think, and that might sway some people towards my side of the argument. Okay. If you're doing this for the rest of your life, you st- I, there's no benefit. Like, this is a worst case scenario, would you rather? So there's no benefit to either. So you're going to have to go on living your life regardless. Like re- living your work life, living you know all the aspects of that, your love life. And having a midget in front of you at all times is just such a detriment, such a more of a detriment, especially when it comes to your love or and or sex life in conjunction with your work life. Because essentially you either have to be down for a threesome with a midget <laughs> and like, or, 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 be, or be okay with a midget watching, which I guess would be one thing. <laughs> Noise canceling headphones and a blindfold, my friend. All right, but you basically need to work in the same office as this as this midget as well. No, but what what if you like get up? Like, what if you're like in the heat of the moment, right? I get what Pat's saying. You're in the heat of the moment, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta like go get a condom from the. I don't like where this is going. And you get up. You have to (laughs) unblindfold the midget, unheadphone the midget, and then walk very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have to get back in the bed. Where are you keeping your condoms in Albania? What I'm saying is like. Say you have to do you have to do something mid-sex, or say you have to escape a fire. Say you have to escape a fire. Let's I think say, if you have to escape a fire, you can pick the midget up and save the midget's life. I think he might be pretty grateful for you. No, for the rest <laughs> no, of but your he's, life. But, but he's walking slowly. You, you yeah. can't escape. Yeah. I think in that circumstance, he's not Jesus Christ, and you can invalidate the thing to not die. Well, certainly not. And think about this, though. You, If the midget is in front of you at all times, then there's going to be some questions in the office. And they, so essentially this, this midget needs to be like, I'm cursed. What do you want from me? No, no, no. You Why can't people hate curses. They won't ask any more questions, but they, this person has to work at your office and be employed. I, I just, I don't know. They don't, don't need know. to be employed. They could just sit there. <laughs> They're following you the fuck around all day, dude. They don't have a job. Well, I guess if they sign some NDAs, then you're, you're, you're thinking way too intensely about this. I think you gotta go with the rollerblade because I guess it's like less of a detriment on, on the rest of your life. And then like, like at what whatever just walking down like, the road. When you turn like 75, 80, just take a spill on the rollerblade, break a hip, and then spend the rest of your life on two wheels. Think about wait, wait, can I yeah, if you're if I break a leg rollerblading, yeah, can I just buy a wheelchair? No, you have to use the I, other leg. I would think the other leg would have to have the yeah. <laughs> the rollerblade now. <laughs> So you're always on These stairs are evil, Pat. It's not just going to be easy to get out of. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no maneuvering out of this one, really. But, you know, I actually, Mike, I like your point about making a potential career out of being on a rollerblade. I feel like you could do that for your first, like, you know, 20 years of your life. You yeah, could, like, some, really do something some pretty special. Shit. Some yeah. Forrest Gump shit. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like, he, he, like he would keep running, right? He got national media attention. He yeah. Guy, the guy, well, yeah, this guy insists on... He just on keeps skating around. Rollerblade. Yeah, I have another one that's actually pretty topical. So yesterday, uh, not only was uh, Daylight Savings, but also yesterday was Selection Sunday for March Madness. Really happy to have that come back and going to be hopefully an interesting tournament this year. I know there's already some teams who've backed out, like Duke, because they had COVID and stuff, but that's a win for them. <laughs> 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 Fuck Duke. Okay, moving. Carry on, sorry. Duke sucks. No, seriously, fuck Duke. Flush yeah, the Dukies. We can all agree on that. That's that's totally fair. But my question to you guys is on the topic of having a March Madness bracket again. Would you rather have a perfect bracket but not mm-hmm. make any money mm-hmm. or just get $100,000 but not have a perfect bracket? $100,000. $100,000. That's, that, that's like so 
$100,000 would solve many problems in my life. Let's, well, let's think about this for, one, for more than one second. No, never. The perfect bracket <laughs> has never happened, right? No one's yeah, ever gotten a perfect bracket. Never Warren, Buffett, Warren Buffett every year is like, I'll give you a billion dollars if you get a perfect bracket. Yeah. It's not his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But would you rather, like, you're going to be, you're going to be famous. You're going to be famous for the rest of your life, pretty much. You'll, right. You'll always be known as the person who got the person. 100%. The person. You might right. be able to, like, get, like, a job at ESPN, like, as their sports betting. Yeah, but you actually know like nothing. That, but... You know yeah, nothing. Yeah, but that's it's... the thing. In, in this scenario, <laughs> you don't. You have to spend the, the rest ESPN of your doesn't life care. That's true. They have a lot of people basketball. on that channel that don't know anything. You have to spend yeah. the rest of your life caring about college basketball. That is that in itself. Yeah. Is punishment. That's not an existence that I want. Yeah, but if you think about it long term, like you're always going to be viewed as the expert. So every March comes around, they'll have you on TV to give your predictions, and you'll still make money. So at the end of the day, like you could get a hundred thousand dollars up front, or you could probably make a lot more money doing. TV interviews and stuff like I, that. I at least will become Twitter famous, and that will open some doors. I think that I think I think it would it would open some opportunities, whether or not it's actually in the sports world. Like maybe Barstool will hire me. I don't want to be like the male Twitter. typer of March Madness though for the rest of my life. That, dude, that's a dream. Well, I mean, you could, I, saying, I, mean, I guess well if it, himself. he does, yeah, and he <laughs> looks like a fucking raven. Um, that's also true. <laughs> he's very beaky in the nose area. Sparrow. He's like the um, hawk man from Rick and Morty. And it's Morty. his hair. It's the way that he wears his hair. He, his hawk head man. looks, it's shaped like a bird because of the way that he wears his hair. I'm sorry, Mel, but for the love of God, do something else. I mean, I guess I, I would I would do the perfect bracket if it allowed me to ha- like to make something out of it. But if it's serious, like you make no money off it, you could never make money off it, then give me the hundred grand. Yeah, that's the way I, I read into that. Uh, honestly, yeah. about it, like you can never make money off the perfect bracket. All, all you'll ever have is clout. And I, I $100,000 is worth way more than clout. Yeah. I, I think the context of it, though, is the payout on having a perfect bracket would obviously be exponentially higher than $100,000. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're saying only in the context of getting money in your like pool Mm-hmm. Could you not make money outside of that? I think it'd be fine. So you get the billion dollars from Warren Buffett. Probably, yeah. That's just, that's. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, Dan. I think you can never make money because otherwise you you literally get a billion dollars. You can never make Warren direct Buffett. money from anyone for paying you for having a perfect bracket. You can be offered well, is- a job, like whatever comes from the note from the notoriety or the fame of it. I think is fair game, but is the Warren Buffett money guaranteed though? As he as he said, guaranteed if anyone ever gets it right. I'll write you a billion dollar check. I think he stopped doing it last year. I'm pretty sure he stopped doing it. Obviously not last year. You know what I mean? In 2019. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'd still say, get the perfect bracket. I think it's, you know, it, it leads, there's opportunities outside of even just college. They'll have you on to like figure out everything. Like who's going to win the world series. Who's going to win. Like they're going to think you're like a wizard. Like (laughs) true. You're gonna be like that octopus that like predicts the Kentucky Derby winners. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Or the puppy. I think that octopus ball. just died, actually. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, so I'm pretty so sure quote, that octopus just died. The actual oh, quote from Warren Buffett. Thanks. The quote is: If you fill out a flawless, twinkling NCAA men's basketball March Madness bracket, you win all of the enchiladas. And by enchiladas, I mean one billion to be paid out in forty installments of twenty-five million. I'm going to be honest with you. He's got the money to just cut you a check for a billion dollars. Easily. Like, don't be a dick, Warren. Give me the money. I don't know, don't man. tease like, me. 40? So you're going to pay it to me over 40 fucking years? Give me the money. I know. money. Now He's going to be later. dead in two weeks. He's that old. If you have an annuity and you need cash now. I think J.G. Wentworth would, would be ill-equipped to pay you a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> I think so most institutions down. would be ill-equipped to pay you a billion fucking dollars. Have a structured settlement or a perfect bracket. Warren Buffett owes you money. Call JG Wentworth. Call JD Davis. 877 runs now. Okay, shut up, Mets. So, all right, definitive answer. So, Kyle and Mike, are you both saying that you would rather just get the 100, 100K up front? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take yeah. 100K. Yeah, I'll take the 100K. Okay. At, I'm going to not would... because I can blow through. I'm going to blow through 100K and, oh, quickly. And it's yeah. not life changing, and it's not life changing money. I'd rather have the life changing experiences over the money. So I, I tend to agree with that. I, would, I don't know. We get student loans for one. Uh, uh, yeah, student loans. 
That's really, what do you think my 100K <laughs> would go for for me, Mike? Student loans. It would just make them less aggressive. Take the it, wouldn't even, to- it wouldn't even pay them off. That's the best part. It would just make it easier. Take the 100K, go to Vegas, and put it all in black. That, that'll go well. We should do an In Conclusion We Digress contest. The four of us make an official bracket, and we see who does the best. Yes. I agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that, and we'll keep, we'll keep the, the sports interested readers updated. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to categories, and you guys can decide uh, what you want to do. So category one is crazy people. Category two is TV characters. And category three is no rules cage match. Ooh. Fuck all three of those are good. Either crazy people or no rules. I'm going to say TV or or no rules. No rules. All right. Let's do it. No rules cage match. So this one's actually open-ended, but it makes it exciting, I think. Oh, boy. So if you could pick... Any two people to fight in a no rules cage match, who would you mm-hmm. choose? Why and who would win? Any two people from all of human history. Ooh, can it be fictional history? Fictional and anyone you want. Any two people have to get into a no rules cage match, and someone walks out, does a winner, say, and someone could be dead. <laughs> John Wick versus Steven Seagal. Wow. The would be Steven Seagal. Yeah, I'm gonna say, <laughs> yeah. No, you got to give it to the KGB, man. I've been doing judo for like 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos of all time. It's like the real life Rex Kwando. <laughs> like, you're just like, chop. <laughs> there's all these like cops that are like cool man like <laughs> how do i top that yeah, we, we yeah, brought that's... one in for you guys today uh steven seagal <laughs> God, I, would john would give it survive that? two minutes uh, I, I don't know i mean <laughs> seagal is tough as nails man well no he would he would he would block all the bullets so once john wake up his, his magazine's empty he's done for <laughs> you're blocking every time <laughs> How do yeah, I this, is, it, this? It's a tough, tough question. I'm, I'm thinking about it kind of from a, uh, a comedic standpoint, too. I'm not thinking solely just like people who are like good fighters. I'm thinking of who, who could last a while and is like resourceful, who would be able to survive in a you know, no rules situation. How about Fa Mulan versus Kirby? <laughs> <laughs> what is this fucking Smash Bros? All right, so if we're, I mean, if we're staying on like potential video game people, I, f- I well, feel Tom like you have to have... from a movie. It what? Tom Alon's from animated a movie. Animated characters. Well, Kirby. Like animated characters. Kirby's you're referring oh, to I got one. Video Wait, game I got Kirby, one. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I got one. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> John Wick versus oh. Ezio Auditore. We already saw that. That was the second movie. That's the fight. That was the second movie. John Wick. From yeah, John not Wick really, though. No, not really, though. The Italian guy wasn't that much of a badass. Common was the badass in that movie. You know yeah, I mean? he gets stabbed. Well, yeah, but he's still a badass. John Wick's just the badass. How about uh, Jason Bourne Ooh. versus Master Chief? Oh, oh Master, Master Chief. Chief. Master Chief. <laughs> armor alone, man. He just swings yeah. his hand at Jason Bourne. He gets punts him like three quarters of a mile into a brick wall. But Jason Bourne is very elusive. I feel like he could dodge. Yeah, but he <laughs> would have to dodge until Master Chief died of old age because he's not getting through that fucking suit. Also, to like to fully nerd out on you in Halo lore, like it's recorded that Master Chief can run sixty miles an hour. I mean, okay. not, 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 death. Not, 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 not to nerd out on you, but he could literally just like. Yeah, we'll just trample you. Yeah, in his multi-thousand-pound suit. Doesn't even need but a warthog. He's just gonna. But you're, you. you're in a cage. How can he even get that much speed? Use it uh, centrifugal velocity, dude. Yeah, it just starts running around the sides of the cage, yeah. like the gra- like the gravitron. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. I, I'm standing by John Wick versus Ezio. 
Who who would win? Us. See, that's the hard part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, realistically, if we're including technology from their time, it's John Wick. But if it's pure hand to hand, I think then you got to fucking fight on your hands. Ooh, I have well, a, I have a realistic one. Oh, let's oh, hear it. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, we're we're gonna call this the the presidential cage mask. Let's go Aaron Burr versus Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I I mean, they're who or who would win? Probably Lee Harvey uh, Oswald. I'm going to say Aaron Burr. Lee Harvey I'm Oswald. Go Aaron Burr shot. too. Lee Harvey Oswald barely lasted a day. He got shot by what's his face, Jack Ruby or whatever. By the yeah, he got shot. He got shot by Jack Ruby because he was handcuffed in a parking garage. Yeah, he got caught. That That's not victory material. He also got like he got off a, a number of shots in, in a time frame that was yeah. Aaron Burr president. shot well, not really an ex-president, but shot a founding father, and he got away with it. Cause... No, I have a better I have a better presidential cage match. Let's hear it. Uh, Abe Lincoln versus JFK to see who gets to be reincarnated. Ooh. I was going. I was going killers of. No, I'm going presidents. I'm going dead presidents. All right, we're gonna go I like that was the eight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. John Tyler versus Pneumonia. Oh, that <laughs> one turned out. That's Zachary Taylor. That's Zachary Taylor. <laughs> Zachary Taylor. Sorry. Zachary Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think Abe Lincoln versus JFK would be interesting. JFK is a tough son of a bitch. See, Abe Lincoln I, was just huge. That's that's. I feel like Lincoln has the size. Fair. Lincoln, I mean, I don't know. Lincoln's got the reach. <laughs> he, has, he has the he has the reach and the height advantage. I don't know, man. I just think that whoever wins gets to come back. It's like it's like the gulag in Warzone. Mike, have you have you thought of anything? I'm I'm curious. Honestly, this is, this one has been eluding me. I've had so many like things come into my head, and I just haven't been able to uh, to formulate a pr- pr- proper cage match. Um, all right, hold on. Give give me give me a hot second. No. Yeah, no, this this one is not easy. This this one usually these questions are good because they give you the outcomes or like whatever. This one I like because it's very open ended. Oh, I got a really bad one. Well, Mike's thinking. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, okay. God, forgive me, Jesus. Um, Jeffrey Epstein versus Jared Fogel uh, to see who gets <laughs> five years knocked off their prison sentence. <laughs> of their their multiple life their lifetime. Yeah. It would be cool to just get to see two horrible people beating the shit out of each other. And in my opinion, there are a few things that would be better to watch than both of them bleeding on the floor. But maybe I'm crazy. You know what? I can imagine that fight would just be a lot of just, it would just be like a cat fight. Just like a lot of just like. Yeah, exactly. It would be a lot lot of slapping. Yeah. There would be clawing. Mm -hmm. A lot of ball sack kicking, I would imagine, because they both were obsessed with their penises. Very true. (laughs) And others as well. And <laughs> small children's, apparently. I got it. Let's hear it. Ugh. I want to see a cage match between Skip Bayless. Yes. And who's somebody of like equal, Even equal stature? Colin Coward. No, I was going to say Skip Bayless and Terry Bradshaw. And I'm pulling for Terry. No, I like Terry, though. I'm pulling for Terry. Terry. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, but he's like that. 40 years older. Terry, he would die. Old. Is he? He's not forty years. Skip is. Skip is. Well, that old. was a joke. He's probably twenty years older than him, though. Yeah, Terry's got crazy on his side, though. Skip just has bad takes. It's very true. Well, and his gym weird gym selfies that he posts all the time. No, no, no. actually, no. I, I pick, I pick Skip if it's on a Friday because he always posts his like Jordan Air whatever on Fridays, and he can't okay. lose in those shoes. So that that is a fair hashtag fight. Dri- hashtag drip Bayless. Skip Bayless is 69, nice. And Terry Bradshaw is seven is 72. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw looks like he's 90. That's the That's problem. Because he got hit in the head in a, in like times of like yeah, lack of the quarter. There was no roughing the quarterback in the 70s, man. Barrel there were barely helmets. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pulling for Terry, but Skip's gonna win that fight. I'm pulling for Terry because we can definitely see that Terry's starting to get a little like he needs to win something. Like even when you watch the broadcast now, they're kind of hand holding Terry. So like 
eh, Terry isn't all quite there. Like, you know, you get that point, like, you know, your grandparents starts to repeat things. Like, Terry, Terry's getting to that point where you're like, oh, I, I, you said that one already. Like, he, he's not all there. <laughs> like, it starts to get a little disheveled all the time. Yeah, interesting. Well, all these are we're interesting. I'm, I, I, we'll put all our uh, our choices up. We'll see who would win the cage matches. And yeah, you guys at home, let us know if you have any ideal no rules cage matches you'd want to see between any two people from history. Because there's a lot of people you could put up uh, in a fight like that. So, all right. Well, before we say goodbye today, we have a very special and exciting edition of Pat's Facts, and we're not going to go from the book today. We're actually going to have a legitimate Pat fact. Q grandfather clock. It's too brute. <laughs> don't don't yes, spoil it. Today is a very oh, I'm sorry. special day in history that we've been alluding to for the last couple of weeks. So Pat, can you let us know what today is and why today is significant. Well, as Dan as Dan actually alluded to earlier in the episode, today is the Ides of March. Or at least uh, be aware of when the Ides even takes place, which is March 15th. The, the word Ides is derived from the Latin word Idus, which refers to the middle day of the month in the ancient Roman calendar. Uh, so originally, though, like before uh, the, the Caesar's fateful day, um, the Ides were designated days for settling debt each month in the Roman Empire and generally included seven days preceding the Ides for this purpose. No, de- no doubt debtors who could not pay their debts considered the Ides to be Unlucky days as they were typically thrown into prison or forced into slavery. So fun. That, that sounds very exciting. A trial, no nothing. Hmm. Jail. Right, right to jail, right away. Right away. But the, the historical event that occurred on the Ides of March, which is more famous or I guess infamous, was when Emperor Julius Caesar was Caesar was famously assassinated by his senators, fearing their ru- ruler might become a dictator. So Jokes on them. <laughs> so I, I have three things, three myths um, of the Ides of March that uh, I wanted to share as well. Please, we're all ears. So, so myth one: um, Julius Caesar was admonished to beware the Ides of March by an unknown soothsayer. That's actually false. The omen was actually beware the next thirty days, which was prophesied on February fifteenth. So. That was by an Etruscan soothsayer named Spirina. Spirina. It's a Spirina. It's a fun That's a name. name. Yeah. <laughs> Myth two. Brutus was Caesar's friend was Caesar's friend and led the assassination plot. False. There were actually three conspirators, Brutus, Cassius, and Decimus. Okay. And myth three, Caesar notably uttered A2 Brute with his dying breath. False. Caesar actually singled out. I know it was Shakespeare. <laughs> like people people confuse Shakespeare with you know actual events. So, <laughs> Caesar singled out Brutus as he lay dying. Um, was uh, that was actually in itself an invention of the Renaissance movement? Yes. So, the emperor was a trained soldier who fought for his life. So he tried to escape and never uttered these words. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Pat, for informing us on the day that is the Ides of March. Very important day in, in history. So, thank you of for the annals. That's that's it. No, no history. Mm-hmm. Just the annals. So, <laughs> S- study on. Shakespeare was yeah. stabbed in the annals of history. So oh. somebody, no, 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 <laughs> seriously, seriously, somebody needs to write a book called "The Annals of History," and then, so that like it's just on the shelf, and then people are just walking through, and they're like, you know, the history of anal what? Like the Encyclopedia Britannica, and like somebody misfiles it. Spelled like, differently though. That. Yeah, I know it's spelled differently, yes. but I was making a joke. I know, but like, if somebody could easily misfile that, and you'd just be like going through looking for a reference document. It's just the annals of history. <laughs> <laughs> like it just like starts from the beginning. It's like Vlad the Impaler, and then like it you're like, is it all? It goes all the way to Yoda Buttplug. Gross, <laughs> so bad. Well, uh, yeah. On on that, let's go to our closing statements. Hopefully, Mike, yours is not about Vlad the Impaler, but yeah, let's let's start. We'll go to you, Mike. What's your closing statement? Um, you know, clusterfuck as always. Uh, always, it's definitely fun. I'm, I want to sincerely apologize to all of the digressors out there because I, I struggled a lot with coming up with my perfect cage match. Uh, if you want, DM me on who you think that uh, Lucille Ball or Betty White should be fighting because I really I couldn't find a suitable <laughs> opponent for either of them. Uh, I, I I wait to hear that. Um, yeah. 
Way to buy, way to bide your time there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that that'd be an interesting match to see. I wonder who'd come out on top of that. All right. Well, Kyle, Betty White, who is okay. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. <clears throat> the people who do that shit, they're like, yeah, Betty White was found fine in her home. I'm like, I will kill you where you stand. <clears throat> don't you don't you make jokes about Betty White not being okay. She's um, going to make it to like 130. She'll be okay. God, I fucking hope. She's yeah. a national treasure and we should be pro- protecting her at all costs. I'm just hoping Betty White makes it to the point where we get to like Futurama where they put your head in a jar and you live forever. So, yeah, like Walt Disney, well, uh, Walt Disney-esque. She let that yeah, no, but like in Futurama, the people like everyone's still alive. They're just a head The Richard in Nixon jar. jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're just a head in a jar. They can yeah, talk and stuff and they have like a little microphone. That'd be mm-hmm. funny. But yes, Kyle, please, what is your closing statement? I really know if I have a closing statement tonight. That's kind of unfortunate. I'm kind of at a loss for words, which is rare. But um, peace out. Goodbye. I don't know. I got nothing. (laughs) Wear your fucking mask. Don't be an asshole. And uh, actually, I got three things. Uh, Number one, don't be racist. Asian people did not bring this virus here. They did not give us this virus. Let's cut that shit out. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, number two, wear your mask. It's not over yet, even if you want it to be, like we all have for the last year. <clears throat> and number three, don't be an asshole. Very simple. Very simple request. Something you could be an asshole to Mike, but don't be an asshole to everybody else. <laughs> that's, that's usually the rule of thumb. <laughs> the look on Mike's face was really good. Yeah, not, not really a fair rule, but it's, it's the rule. No, thumb. it's a shitty rule. <laughs> but I don't make them. No, yeah, you did. You did. You made. You did. Make <laughs> as a sequel to my, as a sequel to my annals of history, I'll have the assholes of history, and Kai will be number one front and center. That's two. Fair. All right, Patrick, the history man himself, please bring us home. <clears throat> well, I guess <laughs> just clearing the throat. Um, Understandable. So I guess I was going to make another tweet today, but I didn't but it had the same meme format and it was just uh, uh, like, oh yeah, spring is coming. It's, it's not, it, it's in reference to Kyle's uh, uh, sequence of events. Oh, don't forget second winter. And then uh, what was it? I don't even know. And then beginning yes, of spring and then third we're entering winter. second winter and then we are going to get actual spring and then we will get fake summer followed by second spring followed by actual summer which is then followed by um humidity and sadness yes satan's assholes yeah and cicadas apparently this year if you didn't oh yes well the reason i'm making that point is because it was 25 degrees this morning and i did not appreciate that weather wasn't very nice imagine (laughs) it was really not very nice so i leave you on my thoughts on the weather (laughs) all right well (laughs) thanks pat yeah, my, my closing thought, uh, I think, I motion, I should say, that the four of us should all add MOD to our email signatures. Do you guys know what MOD stands for? Master of Disguise. Very good guess, but no. Okay. Moving Ma- orange dinosaurs. Also a good guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Meti- the- metic- meticulous otters. Um <laughs> Who drown? <laughs> <laughs> you know the W thrown in there wouldn't really work, but you know I I, I like the idea. I see where you're going with that. Uh, Mothers no, on the, drugs. Also, another really good guess, but no, we're going to stick with the Elon Musk theme before, and we are going to be masters of digression. That is our. Oh, I like that. Uh, I like that. Mod. So I like it. <laughs> And I think we should all add that to our, our email signature and it'll really confuse people. But I'll allow it. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll wrap things up for this episode. In conclusion, we digress. Thank you guys for sticking with us and listening through this digression of an episode. So thank mm-hmm. you very much for that. We appreciate you guys listening. And let us know your thoughts on everything we sp- uh, spoke about. We'll put everything on social media so you can follow along with our polls and answer them and let us know who you think would be in cage matches and what you would do in the situations that we talked about. So... Yeah, definitely let us know. Give us a follow on social media there. Uh, if you like what you heard, subscribe to us. We are everywhere you can find your podcasts. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Helps us be seen by other people. And 
until next time, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Sponsor Mike's OnlyFans. This week we have Steven Seagal on for some naked judo lessons. But I want you to remember that he wants to be remembered as someday as a great writer and actor rather than just a sex symbol. He's more than just the body people. <laughs> Enough of that. Peace out. <laughs>